The Tom Sumner Program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, that's a very good question. Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Hey, lucky day, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian, Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Our fellow Americans. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans. And soon, they will be available to everyone. The science is clear. These vaccines will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. They could save your life. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. That's the first step to ending the pandemic and moving our country forward. It's up to you. The Tom Sumner Program plays host to the best political roundtable on radio every Wednesday from 10 a.m. to noon. Armchair Politics features great commentary and analysis about the headlines from local, state, and national politics with an alumni of world-class pundits, plus quotes, tweets, and those weird and wacky stories we call the X-Files. If it's Wednesday, catch Armchair Politics on the Tom Sumner Program. This is Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is the Tom Sumner Program, and as we uh, roll into the third half of our three-hour tour, we have uh, as uh, a guest this hour, um, Mark Johnson has uh, been on a 40-year spiritual odyssey with some of the most fascinating spiritual teachers of the last half century, and he talks about some of uh, what he's learned in a book called Life as Play. He joins me now by phone. Hi, Mark. Welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Mark, what, what first attracted you to China to study some of the various disciplines there? It was mostly seeing things done here, um, I feel, improperly. It's particularly the medical profession. And, you know, it's all drugs and surgery and drugs and surgery. And I said, uh, that's not exactly <laughs> the, the best uh, possibility on the planet. So I'm going to go over to China and, and visit them and work with them and and I did, and I became an acupuncturist and a qigonger and all that sort of thing. And then I come back here and spread the word, and I've been doing it ever since. But you make that sound like you know, um, uh, like like a two week study trip. You you oh. were there much more involved in who you studied with, and, and what you learned and brought back. Definitely. And I studied with a lot of um, high-class, 
holy people uh, here just in uh, the USA too. I was in a in a um, ashram for ten years, Hindu ashram. I mean, um, Advaita Vedanta. I was with them for ten years, and then I uh, moved up into uh, Buddhism. I was with Suzuki Roshi. Uh, for a while before he died, and that was Zen, so I did Zen for about a year. And then I went from there to Taoism uh, in uh, in uh, California, and I was with the Taoists for three years, and then I went to China, finally. And I was with them uh, in and out maybe 20, 20 times in my life, you know, study with. I brought my favorite teacher back. I was so thrilled to be able to do that, and we had a big place in Malibu, uh, a clinic where we worked on people, and I was there for, I think, um, 22 years, and then I went off on my own. Now, he, he, he kicked me out, and <laughs> that's how they do graduation in China, by the way. None of this caps and gowns stuff. It's like, hey. Uh, get out of here! Uh, we're we're done, and, and lead from behind. Lead from behind. So okay, I did that for a long time, but now I'm seeing the uh, the horrors around me. I um, I'm not leading from behind anymore. I came out of the uh, forest, and, and now I'm giving out everything I've learned, and literally giving it out. So that's my that's the long along of the story right there now as i was poking around um looking for information about about you and what you've learned and what you teach Mm -hmm. and i came across two book titles one is my life as play and the other is life as play Mm -hmm. are are they two different are they two different books no they're just um, um growth showing growth. Uh, when I started off, it was my life as play. And then I realized, uh, well, who cares what my incredible life has been like? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I want to get through to everybody. So I changed it to life as play. And uh, it, so it's just my uh, the latest uh, volume of it, and it's almost twice as large of a book, too. I, I, I added three new chapters just recently. And um, because I'm, I'm constantly changing and, and evolving. So um, that's how that explains that, that it was just my first attempt, and I realized that, uh, oh, nobody cares about how wonderful I am. They want to learn <laughs> how, how to be wonderful themselves. So, okay, so here I am. Uh, in the very here's how, here's how to be wonderful. In the, in the very happy. Happy. In, in the very beginning, Mark, um, was it your intention to go into medicine? Did were you always inclined to be a healer? No, uh, I started out as an artist, portrait artist, and then I went to the Art Institute of Pittsburgh, and I graduated there, and then I got into graphic design and and. Um, Let's see, where did I start graphic design? It was in New York, New York, yeah, Madison Avenue. And um, pretty good at what I did. But one morning I woke up and I said, hey, what am I doing here? (laughs) I said, it's uh, 20 degrees out and I don't like cold weather and I'm shaving and I don't like shaving. 
and I don't particularly like my job right now. It's too uh, demanding. And uh, what do I want? Well, I want to go to Tahiti and, uh, you know, uh, eat the fruit off the trees and have sex with the, the ladies. And uh, so what's keeping me back? Nothing. So I put my phone down, called the office, said, I want my final paycheck, and off I went, hitchhiking across the country so that I could get on a freighter to, to Tahiti. But I got usurped by the Vedanta Center, and that changed everything. And, and how so? Oh, well, because um, when when I was, uh, first of all, I was dumb enough to, <laughs> to <laughs> go to the New York, to the New York um, uh, place where all the, uh, the, uh, the boats are. And they said, well, Sonny, we hate to break it to you, but we don't go to Tahiti from here. You've got to go to the West Coast. Oh, okay. So I got a taxi. And, and they took me out to the highway that goes straight from uh, there down to Florida because to, to, I was going to stay with a friend for a few weeks to get some more money. So I left with 40 bucks in my pocket, had my thumb out about two minutes. I got picked up by somebody that worked for my father in central Pennsylvania. He and his wife had just retired. And and uh, they didn't have any kids. They adopted me. They they paid for my way down, and I drove for them. And I stopped at the several scientific centers that interest me on the way down. This is synchronicities. These are the, this is this is the essence of my book is that synchronicities are always available if you just live right. If you if you live compassionately, intuitively, spontaneously, miracles will happen. And I'm not kidding you. My life has been nothing but one miracle after another without any effort on my part. I never worked a day in my life that I didn't like what I was doing. Do you mean this is available to everybody? And I want to get off the me, me, me stuff and into you, you, you. So you know how I did it? The first page in the latest chapter here, which is three times the size of the first one, is why haven't you discovered your innate divinity yet? <laughs> it's huge. Big big words takes up the whole page. And that's the new the new emphasis that I have is I want everybody to know they're not just some little wave in the ocean, you know, floating along, trying to get wetter than all the other waves. <laughs> and, of course, if a big wave comes by, they're petrified that they'll get destroyed. You know, you're not just a wave in the ocean. You're the entirety of the ocean. I mean, the wave can't be separated from the ocean. And, you, you, know, you know, you're sloshing around like a wave, you know and trying to stay alive and everything. That isn't necessary. You're already the entirety of the ocean. So sit down, empty yourself, and allow the entirety of the ocean to come through you rather than this concept that you're just a crappy little frightened wave. See what I mean? That's my message to humanity. We're all divine, you idiots. What are you doing with yourself? <laughs> There's no need for it. The keys to the kingdom are the fact that the kingdom isn't even locked. It's wide open. You know, heaven is just dying for more people to come in, but we're too damn busy making money, carrying on, getting getting wetter than that wave and bigger than that wave. Uh, what a what a waste of a life. Come on. You're divine. Be it. 
and it's it's fun as hell, and then the synchronicities just fill your life up. It's, so it's not only fun; it's uh, effortless. So do it. <laughs> I would just sit there and do it. Okay, you get the idea. Yeah. The, question? the various um, disciplines that you learned here and in China, mm-hmm. they deal with um, physical, um, intellectual, emotional, spiritual, and so on. Mm-hmm. Does the Eastern, do the Eastern disciplines overlap those things better than, than Western uh, uh, culture? Well, I certainly think so. That's what kept me going there for 20, 20 22 visits. <laughs> I took a lot of students over, too, and I taught them calligraphy as you know the in the night time we did calligraphy in the morning we did tai chi and the rest of the time we were just having a good time all the way there i also go to tibet i i always include tibet with the, the chinese trips so i like both those countries or i did then china's starting to act up a little bit right now and i can't get in and out like i used to but anyway um, so, yes, I am totally convinced that the ancient Taoists, uh, Taoists in particular, there's a lot of Buddhists over there, and there's actually more Buddhists than Taoists. The, the ancient Taoists, this is three, 4,000 B.C., they studied, they studied nature, and they, they're really profound discoveries they did. You know, you know they, they come up with, uh, do you have any ideas of what China has offered to the world? It's uh, mind-boggling, but there's probably no use to go into, you know, things like the compass and, and all that. That just changed the whole world when, when people knew about the compasses. And they had printing presses that we stole from them. They have all kinds of brilliant, um, because in 4000 B.C., they were open to the fact that they were divine, and, and they gave it out, and they understood the way nature works better than we do. See, here it's all uh, physical, physical, physical. And to them, it's all uh, energetic, energetic, energetic. So when we, get, when we get inflammation of the knee, we get a physical um, you know, uh, cure for it, one way or another. Okay, they don't. They go at the energetics of the body. The body is full of, of um, meridians that are full of energy, and, and they know how to gather energy from around them and so forth. So all you have to do for the most part is direct those high-frequency energies into the part of your body that's giving you trouble, and you're cured. It can't be stopped. The, the high-frequency energies that are available to everybody are there. Learn how to do it. And, and you won't have to... Um, I just got fined from a uh, company that said, Mark, we just discovered you haven't taken any drugs in 15 years. I said, yeah, I don't intend to read it. And they said, well, we're, we're going we're gonna, to, you know, you owe us $1,000. You you had our you had our help, you know, money help. Mark, so you can have yes, I, I hate to interrupt, but I have to take a short break here. Can you stick around for a few minutes so we can talk some more? Well, yeah, certainly. 
I'm right. just getting started. <laughs> Great. My guest is <laughs> Mark Johnson. Oh. His book is uh, Life as Play. We'll be right Hello, back. Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms, and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Hi, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. If you like talk radio that makes you think without telling you what to think, check out our whole show weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern at TomSumnerProgram.com. Selected segments are also available on this and other radio stations, but you can hear us anytime. Daily editions of the Tom Sumner Program repeat online all day and night on the show's website. Past shows can be found in the website archives. My long-format interviews with New York Times best-selling author photographers and writers from National Geographic, as well as artists, musicians, candidates, and elected officials are made possible by listeners like you. Support the Tom Sumner Program and Civilized Talk Radio. Visit our website at TomSumnerProgram.com and become a member. You can make a one-time gift or become a sustaining patron by taking the link to the Tom Sumner Program Patreon page. Thanks for listening and thanks for your support. Have you lost your job and your health care coverage due to COVID-19? You're not alone, and Genesee Health Plan can help. I called, and they provided health care enrollment over the phone with Medicaid, HealthCare.gov, and Genesee Health Plan. They made sure I had access to doctor visits, my prescriptions, and more. Getting health care coverage can be confusing. You don't have to do it alone. Get help with GHP. Call 844-232-7740 or go to GeneseeHealthPlan.org. We're in this together, and together we'll get through it. Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490.
Technical assistance for the Tom Sumner program is provided by Swiftlet Technology, engineering and IT services at swiftlet.technology. The Tom Sumner program.com. Hello, this is State Senator Jim Ananick, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner program. And welcome back, everybody. We continue my conversation with Mark Johnson, author of Life as Play. Mark, welcome back. Thanks for sticking around. Sorry to make you sit through all that. Oh, I um, was listening to it all. It was quite interesting, so <laughs> no problem. No problem. Just before the break, Mark, you mentioned something that, that caught my attention, uh, uh, especially uh, when you combined the phrase uh, energy and frequency. Is energy electric or is it acoustic? I don't even uh, know the difference about that. All I can say is is energy matters, and matter doesn't matter that much. (laughs) It's one of my little favorite sayings. Everywhere I go, I say that. We're all curing matter with matter and not doing a very good job. Uh, the death rate in this country is, is scary. And, uh, and yet, if you, if you actually uh, address yourself as energy, which you are, everything's energy at different frequencies. And like rainbows, uh, uh, or like a guitar, you, 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 playing a guitar, and if there's another guitar the same size in the room, it'll start vibrating. Now, that's what synchronicities are. Like frequencies go to each other. They can't stop themselves. It's just natural. So why not take advantage of uh, all this high-frequency, powerful energy that's around you constantly? You don't have to work. You don't have to do it. You don't have to pray to anybody. You can just gather this energy and direct it where you want it in the body to cure whatever's wrong with you. Boy, have I got a a list of things that I've cured myself of. I was a pilot, and we (laughs) we plowed into a warehouse about 10 years ago. I went through the window. I went through the warehouse. um, When they got what was left of my head left, uh, they thought, oh, God, this guy's going to be, you know, a blittering idiot. And so I just, in the hospital, I... uh, you know, they put in a metal plate and everything in my forehead. Um, it's itchy, too. The damn thing's itchy. But anyway, uh, when I woke up finally after three days, uh, I, you know, stopped all that. I went back to my energy thing, and the next thing I knew, I started remembering things and uh, got back into my old routine. And I'm still teaching Tai Chi and Qigong uh, just after a few months of losing my forehead. <laughs> my entire frontal lobe was smashed off. And here I am, still blathering away. So uh, that's what's possible. And I want everybody to know this is what's possible. So, do you have any other questions? Oh, well, of course. <laughs> Good. I, I don't Good. have a lot of answers, Mark, but I do have a lot of uh, questions. Um, Good. In the, in the book, um, you, you went from... Uh, your first book, My Life as Play, and then mm-hmm. decided to change that to Life as Play because, as as you said in the last segment, you wanted to change the focus from how how you what you had learned and how you were applying what you had learned to how others could apply what you had learned. Um, 
how much different is it when you talk about uh, when when you change that focus to um, sharing that information for other to people to use for themselves as opposed to presenting it the way you apply it? Okay. Good question, by the way. I like that. Um, Thanks, Mark. I get lucky sometimes. <laughs> right, me too. I usually talk until I think of something to say, too. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, my, that's my thing. Um, uh, so say the question one more time. I liked it so much I want to hear it again. Well, essentially it was, how is it different um, training oh, other yeah. people to use what you've learned as opposed to applying it for yourself. Okay, I uh, I tell them exactly what I have learned, and here's what you do about it, and here's the difference. Um, the uh, you know people talk about chakras and stuff like that, seven of them, but the Taoists have nine. And uh, from their observations of nature. And, and so the first thing I tell people to do is start breathing deep into your belly, for one thing. Everybody I talk to now is going around going, <laughs> did you see what they said on TV today? <laughs> see what I mean? They breathe into their neck, which is like you might as well not even breathe. And then some of them are down around the heart area, which is fine, but the shoulders start bouncing up and down. <laughs> wow, did you see that on the TV today? So you see, I'm saying breathe below your navel. That's where the baby, when a baby comes out of a womb, they're not breathing into their neck. They're breathing in their bellies. Their little bellies go up and down. But we lose that, we lose that innate possibility as, as we mature and watch the people breathing around us and they're frightened and therefore the, the breath gets up higher and higher, higher into the body to where it's practically useless. So the first thing I do is have them breathe deep nonstop for 45 minutes, just like some of the other people. Wim Hof, you know, he's teaching that the, the power of the deep breath and the energy that that brings. <clears throat> but Wim Hof is into making you feel stronger and healthier and happier. Well, big deal. <clears throat> Anybody can do that. So I'm saying, uh, then the, the middle guy, I forget his name, but he does 200 people on the, on the floor at the same time where he gets that constant one-hour breath down deep, 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 and all of a sudden, your subconscious blows out. Boom! You're sabotaging subconscious, which has been sabotaging your, you all your life from stuff you learned when you were the two and the three-year-old. It blows out, and the first thing I hear from everybody is, I hate you, Daddy! <laughs> and then, then they calm down for a few minutes, and then all of a sudden, they start crying. So first there's rage, get it? First thing that comes out of people, when you, when you blow out the subconscious that has been sabotaging your life, your whole life, first thing that happens is the rage comes out. And then the second thing is sorrow. And then the last thing is fear, which is the cause of the whole thing. So when, and when those three come together and come out of your body and you integrate them, you say, hello, welcome to the show. I want you to work for me instead of against me. They will. Uh, the inside of you will do it most of the time. Okay. So that's the first thing that I tell people to do is breathe deep 
until you blow out your subconscious, but do it with a, a teacher that knows what they're doing, of course, and and you will uh, start laughing more. There, you would be surprised how many people can't laugh. And part of the movement is that when you breathe in to a, a count of three, like that one, two, three, your belly goes out, and then you go, ha, you go, ha, because ha is the frequency of happiness, right? Ha, 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 get it? And it's the sound that's in the heart area, the frequency of the heart area. So anyway, I teach people to laugh and to have fun. You'd be surprised. <laughs> Here's what I sound like when I do it. I go, one, two, three, ha, one, two, three, ha, get it? Now they do it when, that, when the new, newbies get doing it. They go, one, two, three, yeah, one, two, three, yeah. So they, need, they can't even make the ha sound. That's so surprising to me. So anyway, I get them laughing their little butts off after, you know, three or four segments with them. And so they learn to laugh. And the next thing they know, things start happening in their lives. Uh, and then I tell them how to integrate the nine chakras from the top of your head, the fontanella up there, to the uh, just above your eyeballs. That's the second one. And the, in the nose, in through the nose to the back of the head is the third one. There's the three of the nine right there on your head. Then your throat, the, the thymus gland, that's your immune system. That's your intelligent immune system is your thymus. And it rots after about age 60, so you've got you've to stimulate it like that every day. Stimulate your thymus so that it, it helps heal. And then right below that is the heart area. Very powerful, high-frequency stuff. But the frequencies are getting lower and lower as we get further down into the body. And by the way, your, your aura above your head and around your body is also, you can pull it in. You're not limited to what's in the body. You can start gathering from your own aura. So I want to say that. Now, the last three is the navel. Uh, there are lots of things about the navel that they teach, how to stimulate it. And then down is the lower dantian, they call it. It's uh, right right um, below the navel. And then the, finally, the perineum, which is up underneath uh, the leg, uh, it gets integrated and uh, used when, whenever it's necessary. So it's all simply energy, energy at different frequencies working together. If you don't integrate your chakras, whether you're working with seven or nine. If you don't integrate them, and people keep calling me up and saying, Mark, which one of my, uh, um, should I, should I uh, by the way, our word isn't called, uh, uh, it isn't called a chakra. It's called, uh, oh, I forget the Chinese word right now, but anyway, they, um, they say, um, uh, now, I say to them, excuse me, yes, I say to them, you've got to integrate those nine chakras. If you just do one, it's by itself, and it will not help you very much if it's not in contact with the other frequencies. They love other frequencies. Look at a rainbow. Every rainbow is a different frequency. Red is a frequency. And if you change the frequency, you change the color. Get it? But they love being together. Rainbows have nine, if you look closely. <clears throat> okay. And that's what you can be. You can be a living rainbow of, of play 
and love and helping everybody because everybody is yourself at that point. Get it? Uh, everybody has broken through to the fact, wow, and by the way, I didn't even get to that. After, after you work with uh, blowing out the subconscious, then you just, everybody starts saying, wow, I didn't realize that about me. And, oh, so, you know, they carry on. They, they almost kind of go into an ecstasy that, wow, you know, I really am uh, one with everything. And uh, I love everybody because everybody is me. So I, they start spending their life living compassionately, uh, constantly. And, um, you know, see what I mean? Intuitively. You let your intuition come out. Stop thinking so damn much. I have a line in my book that says, wow, I, I'm with a scientist constantly. And, uh, I, and, um, I'm more and more becoming aware of the, the, the knowledge that they have is incredible, but there's a lack of, um, there's a lack of, um, synchronicity. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying there's a lack of wisdom. That's the word I'm looking for. There's there's a lot of knowledge, but a lack of wisdom in too many people that I come in contact with. And I come in contact with a lot of people every day. Um, So get uh, out of your head a little bit more and get into your inner, quiet inner being and let the the, uh, ocean flow through you. And then it's effortless and you're getting the very highest frequencies you can get. So that's my... That's my message to humanity. Any question? Yeah. Is there a first step in in shifting from knowledge to wisdom? Uh, yes. Keep your brain quiet for a while. <laughs> the wisdom people, their brains are rattling constantly, I've noticed. And, you know, I got a degree, I, but I'm just not limited to it. And um, if you just sit quietly and allow things to happen instead of thinking and calculating and, and manipulating and all that kind of stuff, you're, first of all, you're freer, you're happier, but more importantly, you are working with your, through your higher self, not your lower frequencies. Did that answer your question? Yeah, I think it did. The um, the the thing that I'm always interested in trying to share with people is mm-hmm. how do they how do they benefit? How do they get out of the traps that that we make for ourselves? I just said that the ones that blow out their sabotaging subconscious, and everybody has a sabotaging subconscious. Because when we're two and three, we can't argue with our parents. Oh, Sonny, uh, we're all sinners and we're going to church now and, uh, you know, um, you know that kind of stuff. They get used to that, that you're a sinner and you've got to be good and you've got to be careful and you know, all that kind of stuff. Well, we say you're a divine being. You be it. See the difference? Yeah, I do. Um, but, but still, I, I'm curious about you know somebody who's thinking okay this all sounds good but mm-hmm. you know how, how do how do i how do i start now, obviously if they read your book and you said something earlier about yeah. making sure you have a good teacher um 
Yes. Yep, that certainly helps. Is, is that uh, really the best way is for someone to say, you know, I really want to know more about this? Um, how, do, how do they go about finding the, the spiritual teacher that's right for them, especially in the beginning? Um, he will come to you. The teacher will come to you when you're ready. So don't worry about that. But the, 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 the quickest and the easiest way for my last 40 years of doing this uh, is just take time every day to sit down and don't think a thing. Just be quiet for a change. Let the brain, the brain is limited in what, as to what it can do, especially when it's not integrated with the rest of your body. Okay, so let it calm down for a while. And as a result, you'll start feeling this, this blast of high, it's a buzzing, it's a high buzzing sound, and then it's so high frequency, you can't even hear anything like a dog whistle. But um, it's, it's, it takes over, and the next thing you know, your life is effortless, and you're going around helping people all day long, just as you are with your program here. Um, how to get more out of life. And the first thing you have to do is learn to breathe deep constantly. Without that, my teacher used to say, if your belly can't go out uh, three inches from that inhale down there, you have a fear of life. And if you can't press in on that spot, back to your uh, spine almost, then you have a fear of death. Isn't that a fascinating observation? Yeah, it is. So you work, you work to where you breathe down there constantly, like I have in the last 40 years. There, you know, I'm like a baby coming out of the womb. My little stomach is sticking out when I inhale, and it goes deep inside me when it goes in. And everybody can do it. You know, it's not that hard to learn. But they don't do it. They're busy. Oh, my God, why can't I? I have got to see the kids today, and, and I have to do this, and I'm starting a new business. And I'm going to Busy, busy, busy. It's it's kind of like um, what's the name of that uh, writer thousands of years ago that uh, had uh, talks about living in the cave in the darkness and the shadows. Who was he? What was his name? Anyway, most people are born in the in the cave and the shadows, and that's all they know there is to life. But if they turn around and walk out and see the sun and the moon. It's like a whole different world. You can still go back in the dark and say hello to everybody, but give yourself the chance to know that there's more, and you are it. You're the totality of everything, the sun, the moon, everything. Does everything. place matter? Place, P-L-A-C-E? Correct. What do you mean? Yes. Yeah. What do you mean by place? Uh, what, what I mean is, is there an, um, an ideal um spot or or surroundings that that people might seek out to sort of be better able to let go of things in other words should they commune yeah. with nature as opposed to trying to to exercise these disciplines in their den right uh yes it is it is uh, get connected with people that uh, sit quietly, uh, no matter what religion, it's going to help you. If, and um, 
And even if you don't have a religion, uh, sit quietly with people that don't have religions and learn to allow quietness and emptiness so that the the real you can come out. But can you do that better in the woods than in your living room? I do it everywhere at all times. But, but I mean, <laughs> so for somebody... I don't know, I is, don't know how to answer that. Is there some something people, about yeah. getting in touch with nature? Yes. that uh, I walk around on my bare feet because we don't walk on our bare feet anymore. But you have two... Uh, you have two um it's called down in the now um, excuse me, I'm thinking of the feet. You have the bottoms of your feet have acupuncture points. And um and when they when they touch the earth they draw from the earth. If you take your shoes off for a while in in the grass and just stand there, your feet will start quivering and shaking and then and then you'll feel it drawing from the earth. That's not that uncommon. So when you get a chance, do it in your bare feet just for a few minutes, and it'll be drawing up from the earth from you. Okay, so there's one way to do it. And other people sit in their, in their, in their yoga centers and in their um, Hindu centers and their Buddhist centers and their Taoist centers. They go there to be with them because that helps. The more, the more that are together, your, your energy just helps each other. And uh, so I hope that answers your question. Yeah, do you prefer to work with people one-on-one or, or in groups? Um, um, Stan Groff works with 200 on the on the floor. Right. He has them bring their sleeping bag. Oh, you know this about Stan Groff. Well, I was his neighbor. I was there when his house burned down, and we had to help him. <laughs> but anyway... A nice guy, and he's really good. And his his uh, his uh, approach is very similar to mine because I think we have a one a teacher in common. Anyway, so he does two hundred at once. I never do over four, four or five, because I'm working out of my little uh, you know shop here. So that's all I want to do anyway is that many. And uh, a lot of times uh, when you get that many doing it, it's total chaos on the floor because I I've been at his place three or four times I sent people to him is, when it was more convenient to be with me. Is yeah. your is your book Life as Play good for uh, newbies or beginners? Yeah, very definitely. I start from scratch. I started from me. Boy, was I a beginner uh, <laughs> and uh, a student. My God. But I was very inquisitive all my life, and that's what took me from one level to the other, further and further, different teacher, further and further and further, and so forth. Well, Mark, and, uh, I can't I can't believe how fast our time has gone, and we kind of have to wrap it up, but I always give guests yeah. an opportunity to let listeners know where they can find out more. Do you have a website? Oh, yeah. It's funny you should mention it. <laughs> um, if you want to get my book, go to DowPublishing.com, and that's spelled D-A-O, Dow, you know, the Dow. And, and publishing.com. So if you go there, you're going to see my book. You'll be uh, have some free chapters to look at. And I have a, uh, what do you call it, I think a voiceover. I'm having a voiceover come out uh, just at the end of this week. You can get a voiceover while you're driving to work. Oh, every the audio book. The audio book, I guess. Yeah, I don't know how they say that. 
Yeah, I'm just getting used to that bunch. <laughs> so anyway, the audio bunch, you can do that. There's black and white, books black and white. There's, there's like 220 pages in there. It's, it's no small thing. And I start from little old um, idiotic me, and I work my way up and how each well, thing Mark, happened we in got, order. we got to end it there, but Mark Johnson, thanks so much. And guess what? You're listening to the Tom Sumner Show right now. And now, and now too, and even now. Our lives have been turned upside down by COVID-19. When a vaccine becomes available, it's critical that all of us get it. What we do as individuals will impact everyone's health, including those who can't get the vaccine. We won't get through this unless everyone takes part. Now is the time to get up to date on all recommended vaccines for both kids and adults. Experts say it's more important than ever for everyone to get their flu vaccine this year. And if you're older, you should get both the flu and pneumonia vaccines, since both illnesses can make COVID-19 even worse. Vaccines are available at a lot of convenient places, so be an example for friends and loved ones and encourage them to get vaccinated too. We all want to reunite, travel, and get back to school and work. But that means we all need to get on board. This is the time to do what's right for each other. Get vaccinated. It's our best shot. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe By from the Blue Hawaiians. Dan Serling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Dr. Comedian Joe Napote. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Ananick. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You are, you've always got great questions, and you know the material, and you, and you care about it, and it's, uh, it's that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I'm willing to admit that. <laughs> hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview all It's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a Kind. And check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods and in the diverse city beyond. Where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air. Where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums. Where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses and where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County, where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan.
Your trip begins at michigan.org. MTA Flint is nationally recognized for continually seeking to provide sustainable, reliable, and cost-efficient transportation for individuals throughout the region. Through work-related and non-emergency medical transportation and your ride services, MTA is moving people with future and alternative fuel technologies. More information about MTA Flint and specialized services is available at mtaflint.org. The uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this, the Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. All right. All the Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. I'm in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made this little jaunt into the Twilight Zone, I got a feeling something strange is about to happen in the Twilight Zone. Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. I was talking about doctors, and there was a, an item in the paper about they had put up $200,000 to study witchcraft because they had found that some of the things that witch doctors had been teaching for ages had some definite therapeutic value, either uh, psychosomatic or, or definite uh, medicinal cures and to see if the modern doctor could learn anything from witchcraft. And the reverse might be also true. Uh, I wonder how far the witch doctor has progressed, how many of the modern medical theories or practices he has adapted to his needs. And uh, this is a witch doctor, and I'm sure like any other doctor, he gets a phone call in the middle of the night. And... Oh, hello. Oh, hi. Hi, Mrs. Kumba. No, no, that's, that's all right. I've, I would have been getting up another five, six hours anyway. <laughs> the, the crops are withering, and, and your son is seeing demons, huh? Yeah, there's, uh, there's a lot of that going around. I, I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah. So, sounds like a 24-hour curse to me. I would... Well, I'll tell you, if you're really concerned, um, do you have any bark of a tree that was uh, struck by lightning in the light of a full moon in the medicine chest? Yeah, you might sprinkle some of that on him every four hours, and if he isn't any better in the morning, why? Gee, I, I couldn't possibly come out to the house. No, I, I, I don't make hut calls anymore, uh, Mrs. Crumber. No, I, I haven't danced around the house in, in years, you know. If you don't, you don't stay with it, uh, you know, you lose it. Mrs. Crumber, I don't, I don't care how many chickens you're going to give me. I, you know, it just isn't worth my time. The, go the government takes uh, most of them anyway, you know, so... Well, I can recommend a good demon man. I, I, don't, uh, you know, I don't happen to specialize in, in demon work. He's uh, pretty good. There's, uh, there's one intern, a uh, guy just got out of school. He, he still makes house calls, but, uh, you know, that, that should tell you something about the guy. You know, it, well, he's a little slow, you know. He has to paint the steps around the house be, before he does the dance, you know. And he, yeah, and then sometimes he'll, you know, instead of curing the curse, it'll, it'll rain, you know. Well, they're very similar dances, you know. If you, if you don't know what you're doing, you, you can wind up with a thunderstorm for about five or six days. You know? Well, you're free to call him. You know, I tell you what you could do. Uh, you might wrap him in some mud and, and put some, uh, some leaves around him and, and put him out in a field where some hyenas uh, congregate. You know? Well, it, it won't help the curse, no, but sometimes their laugh can become infectious, you know, and it <laughs> might cheer him up a little bit, you know. 
Well, I'll tell you, if he doesn't feel better in the morning, uh, why, why don't you bring him in, Ian? Oh, that's right, tomorrow is Wednesday, isn't it? Uh, well, I'll tell you what the hell, we don't tee off till 1.30, why don't you bring him in in the morning? All right, goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> This was another Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. Don't
strange But I ain't never had a patient to complain I tighten it up a little bit here And I touch it up a little bit there Sometimes I'm so involved I have to come up and Cause I'm your new root doctor it up for today's edition of the Tom Sumner program. Join us uh, tomorrow. Tomorrow's Wednesday uh, and of course if it's Wednesday it's Armchair Politics but we'll also be talking with the authors of a new book called Driving Wild Brown. Uh, interesting uh, book and from some uh, journalists in uh, Arizona I believe. And uh, I want to say thanks to my guests today, Mark Johnson, this past hour. Before that, we talked with uh, talked about oligarchy with uh, radio host and author Tom Hartman. And we uh, started things out this morning talking about uh, a new book called... Um, oh, where is the title? It's uh, The Wealth Hoarders. That's what it is by Chuck Collins. It's always good to talk with Chuck from the uh, Institute for Policy Studies. Anyway, that's Smoking George tickling the ivories. Let me know it's time to head on down the hall to the living room. So I guess I'll just sign off uh, as usual. Good night, everybody. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. Most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, 
find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner Program. And thanks for listening.